Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Jen. And I'm Lauren. And we're back. Hello. Uh, so today we have our lovely gal pal Erin Coscarelli joining us in the studio. Yes. She's currently one of the hosts of the NFL Network's weekday morning show called NFL AM. She began her career as a sideline reporter for many sports networks, including Fox Sports West, Pac-12 Network, and NBC Sports Network. She's also uh, reported for ESPN, where she covered the World Series of Poker and the Summer X Games. She's done it all. And now she is at the NFL Network, which is pretty cool. Yeah, she's got got a pretty uh, manly job for a strong-ass girl. Yeah, and she's like a really pretty girl, too. So I know, we're going to pick her brain about this. Yeah, we got to know what it's like being her amongst all these men in a men's field and how that plays out. Yeah, that we want to know how... It plays out when or if she was ever single or in a relationship and like how people, what kind of attention she gets from the guys. Do they take her seriously? Do they love that she's a hot chick that knows how to talk sports? How do we sort of get into that realm where we can hang out with the guys and talk sports? And we know guys always say they love that. So we're going to pick our brain about being a woman in a man's world. And whether or not that affects her being single or dating someone. And also if she gets hit on because, hello. Yeah. I'm sure she does constantly. Yeah. She must have to fight him off with a stick. I'm sure. And we'll probably talk about her relationship status as it stands right now. Yeah. Of course we will. So this past weekend, we did some Oscar celebrating. Oh, yeah. Sure did. We went to an event at Goal, which is owned actually by Leonardo DiCaprio. So um, our friend Nikki, who threw the event, got Leonardo DiCaprio cupcakes with funny pictures of him on the cupcakes to celebrate his hopeful win. Well, this Oscars was really, truly about the anticipation for the Leonardo DiCaprio Oscar win at last. However, I think it was overshadowed by the whole, like, not enough black people being at the Oscars, which Chris Rock did a really good job of talking about the entire show. But uh, Leo was really the focus, I think, for the most part. Yeah, he definitely was. And he was definitely the focus of our event that we went to. So thankfully he won because that would have been a super weird scenario. Also, I cried when he won. She did. It's true. Like real tears shot out of my eyes and rolled down my cheeks. One of them projectile shot shot out and then the other just rolled out without me even blinking. And it landed in your drink. It was, yeah, I mean, I needed a little salt in my vodka soda, but <laughs> it was a very emotional moment for me. What did you think of his speech? Oh, I thought he was great. And I love how they didn't run the music on him. I don't normally like a political agenda when people are up there, you know, accepting an award that I I, I like using your platform for something good. I get it. But like, I kind of just want you to thank people for like the awards you're getting Talk about that and move on. When people start like ranting about some sort of religious or political thing, I'm usually kind of turned off. But 
I like that Leonardo DiCaprio, he's very open about his environmentalism and what he thinks about global warming and all that. So it wasn't a shock. He also tied it in. He didn't bump, like, ramble about it for too long. Right. And then he came back and tied it in and said, you know, he doesn't take the earth for granted and he's not going to take this night for granted either. And I thought it was a really good speech. And I feel like all around everyone else did too. Yes. Do you think that he knew he was going to win with such an eloquently written speech? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Also, he brought his mom as his date. He's, he does that all the time. Yeah. What is going on with him? Do we think, like, is he going to be a perpetual bachelor? Like, why is this man forever single? Is he going to pull a George Clooney on all of us? Yeah. I mean, I think if you're him, you know, why would you settle down with someone when you can have sex with all of the girls? All of them. I mean, if I were him and that's what I wanted, I wouldn't settle down. Yeah. You can just call him a player, call him whatever you want. But I totally get what he's doing. And I think it's perfectly fine. He'll settle down when he's like 50, probably, or something. Yeah. Or he won't, just like Jack Nicholson, and just yeah, keep doing just his keep thing. just keep doing. Maybe he doesn't believe in marriage, or maybe he just, you know. It also, a lot of people are like, God, that guy's a perpetual bachelor, whatever. He may not have ever felt like he found someone that he really wanted to marry. Like, maybe he just doesn't fall in love that easily, or he's whatever he is. I, he's a baller, yo. Keep doing it, Leo. I mean, he's winning at life. Uh, all of life. Finally, also won at the Oscars, which is so crazy, because he's been you know, recognized all of these years and nominated and for things and, and been in great movies and done great performances and only now in his 43rd, what is he, 43 or something? Uh, I don't think he's that old. I think he's maybe 40 or around. Maybe, I don't know. But I feel, yeah, I mean, people, unfortunately, the art is very subjective and political and people never want to take a chance on someone. Like when he was nominated when he was 17, it was like, he's too young to get an Oscar. It's like, no, but he did a awesome performance and should have gotten the award regardless of his age. And that's why people didn't give it to him that year. And then I think the other movies that he was nominated for up until uh, last year's nomination, which was for uh, The Wolf of Wall Street. I don't know that I necessarily would have picked those as Oscar nominations for... I think he's a great actor and he kills it w- in whatever he does, but I think The Wolf of Wall Street was a definite snub. Yeah. And now this year, I feel like I didn't see The Revenant. I'm sure it was amazing, but I just feel like it was like, well, it's his turn now. He could have made any movie and he would have Any movie. It. And I think... Also, probably the years that he was nominated and didn't win, you have to look at who he was nominated against. So, yeah. it, like, it's not like a snub Leo every single time, necessarily. It could have just been... Well, the first one was, for sure. Right. Well, then, that... Come on. Yeah. And also, we have noticed how the Oscars and the Academy have, like, I would say, progressed over time, maybe. Yeah. Or still aren't, Some because... Some people would beg to differ on that. But right. I just think it's the, the fact that the art is subjective, and I personally don't think it has anything to do with skin color, but that's just my opinion. I also agree with that. I mean, yes, I also, th- like, wish that there you know, were more nominations for the people of Straight Outta Compton just because I really like the movie. Yeah, yeah. Not because they are black and deserve it, but because they deserve it because they are talented. I mean, how many times has Leo been snubbed and he's a freaking white dude? Do you think anyone else was up in arms? Like, but he's white. I just don't agree with, like, calling out the skin color. I think anytime someone does it is racist. And I am the least racist person in the world, so screw that. But, yeah, I'm glad that Leo finally won. Um, big up to Leo. Love him. He's my fave. Yeah, me too. So I have this visitor coming this yes, weekend. Yes, you do. What are you feeling about that? Are you anxious? I am anxious, but I'm excited. Yeah, that anxious. Did you know? Did you know this? And people listening. That anxiety and excitement produce the exact same physical reaction in your body. I did know that. 
So sometimes they are very easily mistaken and like also kind of like mixed in together. I feel like they are best friends. <laughs> they hang out together and they don't leave each other's side because, I mean, how do you have one without the other? Yeah. I think that's kind of the same thing. But um, so I have that. I have both those guys hanging out in my belly. Yeah. Um, oof. But I'm super excited. I think it's going to be a great weekend. We're like going back and forth about what our plans are going to be that's and like. Good kind of just going to play by ear and like the primary focus is to like spend time together. Of course. And we're obviously already talking about like when our next visit's going to be because when you are, I guess, doing long distance, you have to plan a lot and... You do have to plan a lot and it doesn't work unless two people are willing to plan. One person can't carry all the weight. Uh, The person I was dating this summer. (laughs) So, yeah, and then it comes... you. Yeah, it takes an effort. But this is the thing also... it can't be a convenient excuse like oh well we were too far away from each other that's a bunch of bullshit like if you want to make it work you 100% can do it plus the distance between you guys is not that great it's an hour flight or like a five hour drive it's like not that big of a deal figure it out well so I was telling him how I'm like super busy in April and like how I can't go to him so I was nervous that he was gonna be like well it's your turn and yeah well now we're just not gonna see each other in April then and then I would be like well are we going to go two months without like seeing each yeah, other or like sucks. then that's kind of like where it becomes a problem. Right. Cause well, then you don't see each other. So how do you date? Yeah. And then how do you keep those feelings going? And then like, also it's kind of like a bummer because if you want to see the person and you have things going on in your life and you want them there for certain things, like obviously you can't always make every single thing happen, but then how do you just keep it going? You don't, I don't think. Yeah. I mean, I would just figure it out. I'd figure out a way. Something's got to take precedent at one point. If you've got like an event or something, like unless it's a wedding that you're invited to and you've RSVP'd to, you don't have to do all those things. Right. It's just not that important. Well, unfortunately, April is a month of weddings and pre-wedding things yeah. and back-to-back things. Yeah. So... Hopefully it works out where he comes again and yeah, thanks to you him share. Some for people offering. Have to, yeah, some people have to carry the weight a little bit more at times, but for the most part, if it's like a gen, a good balance, then great. That's how. That's what balance. Everyone, balance. You need it. Um, we had back to the Oscars, a lot of fun. We went to some gifting suites too, and we, you know, got some good swag that we're going to share on our two drunk girls episode. But we. Um, we also and you know we were like we said very very excited about leo and his win i think that's what i'm celebrating most right now yes Um, i'm also celebrating still chris rock's uh coverage of the issue of like you know i guess people not being represented at the oscars he also pointed out that like asians aren't necessarily represented there and like all there were so many bits that were funny addressing it that i felt like it was great to like call out the thing and that the Oscars actually allowed it to happen. Yeah. And it was like edgy and it felt just like a, a better situation overall rather than them not address the yeah. controversy and it just be like a dry, bland, boring event. I loved that he pointed out that Jada Pinkett Smith didn't come to the Oscars because she was boycotting it. And he was like, that's like me boycotting Rihanna's panties. I wasn't invited. Right. So, you can't you boycott can't, something you weren't invited exactly. to. Exactly. It's like, okay, Jada, get off your freaking, you know, soapbox. Like, I, that shit just bugs the crap out of me. Me too. Like, and people, the point- like, just do get all up in arms about something that you're just, you're just trying to get mad at something. Like, you are using your energy just for that and, like, making a bigger deal out of something than I think... 
I don't know. I mean, I don't think it should be pointed out as much. That's all. I agree. And the fact that I thought it was really funny that he mentioned um, Will wasn't nominated for a concussion. Well, okay, that's sure we can say that's crazy. But how about the $25 million he made on the Wild Wild West movie? That's also crazy, guys. Also, and he's a black guy. And he also made $30 million on some dumbass film. Right. So, hello. We can't all have it all. Yeah. Just because you don't win something doesn't have anything to do with the fact that you're black. No. Sometimes it's just not good. No. How about that? <laughs> How about that? Um, and speaking of good moments at the Oscars, obviously um, there were many, many good moments that we enjoyed watching, but there were a couple of eek moments like Stacey Dash when oh, she came out. Eek, still eek. made me feel a little uncomfortable. Also, when Sam Smith accepted his award for the best original song, he read, uh, he said, I read that no openly gay male is ever like won an Oscar before or received an Oscar and so then he which was nice dedicated his award to the LGBT but in 2009 Dustin Lance Black who is openly gay he won an Oscar for best original screenplay so he tweeted at Sam Smith and this literally makes me cringe he said if you have no idea who I am then maybe it's time to stop texting my fiance <laughs> yeah yeah what yikes sam smith are you trying to be a homewrecker and also you definitely know who that dude is he should he really should because dustin lance black like was a whole thing during the time of like Har- the harvey milk movie and like no yeah like that was be like, educated it really kind of made well it, i don't know that he wasn't educated i feel like he it was a shot I feel like he knows this dude. He's texting his fiance. He knows oh. this guy. He knows who he is. He knows he oh, won an Oscar. So he so purposely like, ignored him. Oh, maybe he was calling him out that he wasn't like openly gay enough or something. I don't know, but I, it was sounded Whoa. like a shot to me. And then the, he's like, "Stop texting my fiance." I love it. I thought it was. great. I mean, I love Sam Smith, but I'm me like, too. "Oh, dude, this guy." Called him out, which as he should have. Yeah, that makes more sense. Also, though, why dedicate your award to the LGBT? Well, I mean... Like, it's not related to the song from, like, no, Spectre. He, no, because he was saying, like, I, I'm breaking the glass ceiling. I'm the first openly gay man to win an Oscar. Well, that's what I guess I'm annoyed with. Because I'm like, if you're going to take a shot at someone, like, at least take the right shot. Because he's saying something that's not factual. Well, right. So that's, he's making himself look dumb. Well, yes. Yeah, true. But I think he, that's the point, is he was like, you're irrelevant kind of a thing i don't know i mean he definitely I, seems like he knows who the guy is or maybe there's a misunderstanding that we're not getting but i thought it was like oh snap when i read that i was like oh snap he did not on both ends so snappy like on all yeah so Ooh. snappy brie larson and alex greenwald are like the new kate and leo everyone always freaks out about kate and leo on the red carpets because they're like oh it's like jack and rose even though they're not a real life couple no alex greenwald and brie larson are now alex greenwald if you don't know who he is because i don't know who the hell he is he's the lead singer of the band phantom planet now if you don't know who that is which i don't know who that is they're the singers of the song california which was the oc theme oc theme song which i love and i actually really liked that band a lot i, I forgot about them, them yeah. completely yeah i don't know where he crawled out of to go date brie larson well no so so uh jason swartzman is the drummer for that band and jason swartzman and brie larson were in a film together so oh. we, maybe that's the connection i don't know it doesn't like specifically say that anywhere in any of the you know 
writings about these two, but I would assume that that might be a connection. Interesting. Um, yeah. So anyway, but the Oscars were all a buzz about them. I mean, she was like the golden child. She won the award for best actress and like they were all, you know, oh my God, they're the cutest couple. And she's basically been killing it in every category, in her category, yeah. every awards show up until now. And she's like very openly thanking him, which is be- nice and beautiful. And every award speech, like, I love you, Alex Greenwald. And then they show camera, sh- you know, goes to him and he's like mouthing I love you back oh gosh which I think is cute but like also what if they break up well so that's the thing so it's like you go to the Sandra Bullock Jesse James thing where you're like oh it was such a beautiful thing when she thanked him and cried and then like two weeks later you found out he was like sleeping with that Kat Von D the whole time or whatever and you're like oh my god Sandra way to take the sheen off your freaking Oscar moment like what an asshole so (sighs) you hope that doesn't happen for them but also it's like if you don't thank the person that's also cringeworthy well that happened because Alicia Vikander did not thank Michael uh Fastbender, mm-hmm. which I'm fine with because I don't want them to be dating anymore because I love him. Yeah. And it bothers me that they are dating, but whatever, they're a cute couple and they met on the set of uh, their new film, which has a name that I forgot. Yeah. And one of those, that really important one. Exactly. But also, there were some really crazy Oscar X run ins, too. Like, uh, hi, Amy Poehler and Will Nar- Arnett. Like, if you run into each other, is that going to be uncomfortable? Like, thinking about things like that in the yeah. past. But, like, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner apparently both went to Vanity Fair's after party. And, I mean, according to E! News, it, people said that, you know, they spoke for a little bit and they went about their own business and everything looked really normal and, you know, that nobody looked awkward or weird and they seemed like friends. So I think that's the way to go. You got to, I mean, if you're having problems, I would try and keep that under wraps if you're in the public eye. People are going to be staring at you. Try and keep it, you know. It's like on our smaller scale of life. When yeah. we go to a bar and run into an ex, oh. it's the same idea. Except like, I don't know that we're always as well behaved. Yeah, well, sometimes <laughs> it depends on how many liquid refreshments we've had. But yes, we keep it, try and keep it, you know, down a little bit, yeah. I would say. And I think that's a good example of how to do that, especially when people are staring at you yeah. waiting for something to happen. And right? there's press there. Speaking of waiting for something to happen, Bachelor Season 20 updates. Okay, Ben has two women left. How bad did you feel for oh. Kayla this God, it was so painful to watch. I mean, she is when she popped in on at the end of the episode because she just wanted to surprise him and like you know be there to show him how spontaneous she could be. And she was floating around the house looking for him. She looked like a freaking Disney princess. Like, (laughs) oh my god, it was like like Snow White. Like so crazy. I thought birds were gonna fly out and sing. It was weird. It was so weird. And also the and re- recipe for disaster because totally. the surprise encounters on The Bachelor never work out. Never a good idea. And, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure the producers told her to do it so that he could then could break up with her before the rose ceremony because now he has already said that I love you to two women that you're not really supposed to do on The Bachelor. No, and I wonder why they let him do that. I think that maybe they just said it's okay because of ratings. Because yeah, they just said do something different. Yeah, and I mean, he needs to spice this show up because he is yeah. boring as... Yeah, he's a little bit boring. Um, but he and he's like kind of dorky. It's like he's really good looking, but then like he walks like a dork. Does he's that dorky. make any sense? Like it does. He's it just kind of like lanky a little. Yeah, he's just kind of dorky. But he's like hot. Who do you think he's gonna pick? I think he's gonna pick Lauren B. Mm. I know you have a different opinion. I like JoJo, but I just, I like JoJo yeah. too. But I think he's gonna pick Lauren B. Yeah, I know. I just, I don't know what to think. But next week, I'm so annoyed because I just want him to pick, and I hate the women tell all. Me I too. Who cares? Those. Like ugh. <sighs> I don't even want to, don't waste my time. I just want, like, it to get to the end. Or I think I'm just going to look on reality, Steve. I, can't. I know. I'm proud of us, though, for having restraint this long. I don't know if I can keep myself back. But, I mean, 
I really, I felt bad for Kayla because I feel like she opened up. She obviously made sex with him in the fantasy suite. And yeah. then she jumped out of the car after she said goodbye because <laughs> she wanted to be like, you know she wanted to be like, so did you know when we were on the hometown date? Because then you took me to the fantasy suite and had sex with me. So screw you, dude. Like, you know right. that's what she wanted to say. Absolutely. But she also, couldn't. Like, the fact that his response is like, well... All of you girls basically told me you're in love with me, and I love two of you, not you. Like, he didn't have to offer that much information to her. I felt like that was a little bit, like, too honest. Because it didn't have to be like, I love two, and just not you. Like, he could have just been like, I, my feelings are a little bit stronger for the other girls. Like, and I don't want to keep you going through this process if I don't feel that same way. He could have oh. politely danced around it, because he usually is, vi- like, very polite. Yeah. And he didn't have to, like, shoot for the jugular there. I don't yeah. know that he meant to, but he probably just responded. But also, the fact that he kind of, like, said, they told me how they felt, and I realized I love them. Like, did it only take you feeling emotions <sighs> yes. until they were honest with you? Like, now you're like, oh, shit, now I love you guys because you love me? Yeah, I mean, who What knows? are you waiting for here? You know, yeah, I, I thought that was a little weird. But then on the flip side, I had to think to myself, all right, well, maybe in the moment, he's just, he's got to live very second to second in that show because he's literally going on a date and then waking up in bed with a woman and two hours later going on another date with someone else. I don't know how he compartmentalizes it well, at all. That's, I think, why he waits for the moment when they, if they're going to express feelings to him, if he feels like he can say it back, then that's how he knows. And and that Ooh, might Lordy. be the way you would have to do it. I couldn't imagine doing it any other way. Like, it makes sense, but it is pretty freaking crazy. I don't know that I could do this game, but maybe I will try it on my own because there's an new app called The Catch, and it's different than the Tinder wannabe instant swipe. The Catch appears as a cross between The Bachelorette, which I'm all about if I could be The Bachelorette, and The Dating Game. Women are in the driver's seat where they invite a group of men to play a question and answer game and narrow down the male contestants based on the guy's answers. The combination of online gaming mechanics and the thrill of the chase, attraction of real-world dating, provide a fundamentally more fun and entertaining way to Find a match online. And what's more, men don't have to spend hours and hours sorting through the profiles and messaging women who don't reply back. Instead, they're just invited to play a game. Now, I don't know that men will actually do this app, but we'll see. Would you try it? I mean, sure. I would try anything, really. But And I kind of like the idea behind it, but I I feel like there would be... I don't know. I don't know if I think it's like the best idea in the world, but it's good. It still throws something a little different into the dating app mix, you know? I'm into it. It's kind of like Bumble, but now with like question and answers and like kind of an like more to choose from at the same exact time. Exactly. Anyway, guys, we have our lovely guest in studio. Erin Coscarelli is here. Yay! Welcome. Hello. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. How are Great. you? You guys look flawless right oh my now. God. Oh, yeah. Stop it. You look flawless. I said you yeah, look you did. I love that. Oh, my God. Thank you. Well, you're just, are you just coming from your shoot? I am. So yeah. you're like, and, and now Aaron works like crazy hours. Like I do. Like night shift. So pardon the roughed up look. Like oh, I no, look, you like look I gorge. just came out of a nightclub. I no. work an overnight shift at yeah. NFL Network. So I go into work at 1 a.m. Uh-huh. I get makeup put on around 2.15. <laughs> we go, I know. So this is 2.15 yeah. a.m. Right. Thank you very well, much. Well, you look flawless. Lots of primer, lots of powder, yeah. and a lot of coffee. Um, <laughs> coffee and just sets it. It, it sets does. The, the coffee actually, yeah. yeah, it primes it. It sets it. Yeah. It's almost like an exfoliator all in it's one. It's like powder. Yeah. It seals the deal. It seals <laughs> yeah, it in. Totally. Exactly. And then we go live from 5 to 7. So I, uh, yeah, a full day of work, guys. Yeah. So you get to hang out with the uh, 
We get you the, on the end? Yeah. Like, this is your after party. Yeah. This is the after party. Exactly. <laughs> oh but that's the best part, right? When you're yeah. like kind of delirious. Yeah. You're oh, like, yeah. What's going on? I don't even know how tired I am right now. I'm just going to wake it. <laughs> exactly. But that's the best part. Well, we spent some time with Aaron on a personal level when we were in San Francisco oh, for the Super yes. Bowl. Remember that night? Oh, that! how could I forget that <laughs> night? There was so much excitement and cleavage happening. Oh, oh yes. God. We were, we were in not? the Maxim party. I really party. out of place, actually. Wait, we oh. weren't, like, dressed properly, I felt. And no. In an in yes, improper no. environment. Yeah. yeah. First of all. Maxim's not even a magazine anymore. So what is uh, right? It's online, I think. Is it online? online. Yeah, Yeah. because who's who's paying? Who's who's cutting the checks there? I know. I I I wondered about that. I'm like, hmm. And then I'm like, just because it's called Maxim doesn't mean that every single chick has to come with like floss over her boobs (laughs) and like side boob cleavage. I mean, literally every freaking girl. It was like Vegas. It was right. It felt like Vegas, or maybe if you ever attended a Playboy party, perhaps one of those. And I think Playboy was having a party that night. Yeah, or the night before. Yeah, I wonder if they had the same kind of clientele. I'm sure attending. it was similar. And yeah. I feel I'm like go on a limb and say yes. I mean, it was very obviously sticking out, but I feel like it sticks out to you because we wanted to talk about this with you. Like, yeah. you're normally around dudes yep, all day, all so the when time. you're at this party, you're probably like, "What the fuck is going on with these chicks and the cleavage?" Which was obvious to everyone else, right? But yeah, you are like literally you've been in this field for like years yeah just being around dudes how is that like good and bad? well you know i'm saying around years i grew up with boys so yeah. i think that okay. that might have been also too why i chose the profession i kind of grew up with like an athletic background two older brothers um and it felt very natural to get into sports so i think just being around it really there's not an adjustment i mean okay you want like the nitty-gritty like the the what it really is like i mean yeah. you're kind of yeah. like in a locker room you're around men all the time you're in the makeup room conversations happen and you're like whoa that's crazy but do you interject like when they start course. talking about chicks and absolutely yeah. i do and i think the less you're like caught off guard by it the more you're accepted into this kind of fraternity you know yeah. because you yeah. are kind of considered the little sister um but you, that- are you the sister or right. do they like hit on you first mm-hmm. do they take a chance with you i don't I mean, they would know better if they tried to. I don't think that they would. You I probably mean, don't give off that vibe because you're not available. You have a boyfriend. Right. I don't dress like the Maxim party you right. attire. Which we hair. love about you. <laughs> I mean, it's fun to have fun and look sexy and, and be cute. And I love fashion, although I'm still working on that part. Clearly, the whole makeup thing, I'm not sure I've got that down yet. Oh, no, you but do. It looks thank great. Thank you. You guys are so sweet. Um, but it, it's it's fun. I enjoy it. Um, I, yeah, I've, I've had a boyfriend the past two years, so I don't think that they're thinking, oh, she's single. Right, because you, you don't know. put off that available vibe. But like, yeah. but those she, are the people you work with. What about the people yeah. when, like, when we went to the Maxim party, everyone was saying hello to you. Like, they all knew who you were. Do they, like, do some people just flirt with you or I hit on you, like I the sports guys? I think it's natural, you yeah. know. And, and not only that, too, like both of you, good personality you give off that approachable vibe so people feel comfortable Mm -hmm. talking to you and and chatting with you and maybe if they're flirting but you know nothing's wrong with flirting I'm not yeah yeah exactly so even though I'm allowed into this uh, fraternity of the sacred place where it's kind of like a locker room of sort of interesting conversations with the men about women um 
it's sort of like what I've grown up in mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel at all uncomfortable or yeah. unnatural. Right. You know? In fact, I'm kind of actually in, impressed by it because I'm like getting the male scope of what Ooh. they really, you know, Ooh. what the talk is like. Okay, so wait. Now, yeah. we, we're single and we always like ask our dude friends and I think, you know, every right. guy's opinion is different but what do you, what have you taken away from overhearing these conversations with these guys about women, about dating, like, yeah. you know, complaints they have or things they love, like anything that Give just us the- out. Well, there's a lot of talk about women that tend to throw themselves at the male athlete. You uh-huh. know, what do they hear, think of that? Well, I don't think that they're all that impressed, you know. And I, I'm glad to hear that because yeah. they do like the woman, the woman that sort of stands on her own. She's an independent woman, and she's not like they, they call them the, the cleat chaser, you know, mm-hmm. or I've heard that before, or jersey chaser, or, or something a team to that issue, effect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's I, it's refreshing to hear that. They're not they see highly regarded. Yeah. Exactly. They're, they see through it. It's. I mean, we were just having a conversation the other day about one of them having a girl that would just literally go for every single athlete. And it was just, it was not highly, yeah. highly sought after. Highly, you know. So yeah. I think guys are smarter than we give them credit for. Okay. Um, Fair they enough. see through, they see through, they see through the BS. You yeah. know, if they know a girl is after them for that. And that's also the problem, too. You have these young athletes who have just signed million dollar deals. They go through this transition, right? Where they were like, you know, young and, and talented, but now they're. They're they're young and famous and they're and rich. rich. Are these girls really for them because of the person, or is it because of the number they wear on their back and the stats on Sundays mm-hmm. or whatever sport that they play? Mm-hmm. What's the real legitimate reason? And I think that that's the trouble that some of them have, you know, with finding the genuine girl yeah. versus you know the jersey chaser. Oh now, my gosh! What about the stigma about them being like unfaithful? Like, is there truth to that? I mean, as much as well and. I don't really know because I'm not with them where they're, you know, but I, I, I guess I would get a glimpse of it. And I think it just depends on every single, on every single athlete. You know, I work with a very attractive, uh, former quarterback. Look him up, ladies. His name is David Carr. Okay. He is oh, I did. just easy on the He's eyes. married. He's married, married oh. and so faithful and just a great guy, you know, and it's, you hope that that's what they all are like. LeVar Arrington, he's also very fake. You know, you just... The guys that I tend to work with, I'm very lucky that they all they're sort of... They're good examples. Yeah, they're good examples. I'm kind of like, okay, I have faith back in the, the male society. You know, <laughs> I think when deemed. when asking questions, like those kind of questions about if male athletes are, you know, faithful or whatever, I think that it's kind of a loaded question because there's two sides to the story. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody who plays a part in that has to take responsibility for their actions. Absolutely. And I feel like, listen, if you're in a world where you're traveling and you're away from your significant other, I don't ever really think there's a legitimate excuse to cheat. No. But think about the circumstances and the details of it. There's some beautiful woman throwing right. herself on you. And guess it happens what? every weekend. And guess what? Like, it sometimes, like, you have a weak moment or yes. whatever. I wouldn't want to be on the receiving end of that. Right. I wouldn't care. I would be pissed if my husband did that Absolutely. or whatever. Absolutely. But you also have to look at the situation. It's a very extreme situation. Absolutely. A beautiful hot chick wants to 
like screw you in a second and like, right no strings attached and it's like guess what like that's not okay that they're doing that mm-hmm. either so mm-hmm. there's two sides of the story that I think people just can't just say oh well athletes have a hard time being faithful well guess what like mm, there's a reason why it's kind of a hard time anybody would have a yeah. tough time right like you said you get in a fight with your significant other you you are at a weak moment where you're like you know what or or maybe not even a fight like he's he or she is not giving you the attention that you feel you need so you're finally you're getting it from somewhere else and then yeah you're absolutely posed with a weak moment and not only that too I always say you're as weak as like your opportunities are you're put in a position not just athletes musicians famous actors they're all in that same pool anybody on the road right anyone on the road who has a lot of fame a lot of success a lot of status they're going to be put in situations that yes are very compromising and you just hope that that person is strong in moments where they could be vulnerable I don't know if I would be that strong you know I mean I've never been unfaithful with a really serious long-term relationship but yeah I mean you know I also haven't had Brad Pitt hit on me exactly me and my boyfriend got in a huge fight (laughs) just saying you know it's a fair argument to make I get where you're going with that that's all I'm saying is that you got to think about that kind of stuff absolutely we're not excusing it but that absolutely will play a a huge factor in the fact of the unfaithfulness with athletes or anybody successful I completely agree not excusing it, just no. saying it's a reality. <laughs> Those chicks, man, yeah, you gotta watch out. You gotta watch out for them. <laughs> oh God. Okay, so when you were, were you ever single in this game? Like when you were, you know, in the Bay Area because you were yes, working in the Bay Area. I was not. I've been uh, in a serious. Well, actually, back to back, I had two two year relationships. Oh, I had a serious relationship, but I was in San Francisco. Okay, and then we broke up. I literally a month before I was about to come back down to LA to work for the NFL Network. And believe it or not, the reason we broke up long distance he lived in LA I lived in San Francisco and we weren't sure 100% if I was coming back to LA I was maybe going to stay in San Francisco but then this great opportunity came and it happened officially about a month before and we had broken up and then (gasps) I came back to town so why didn't you get back together yeah well, because we, I mean, I felt like we we mutually parted. And uh, and to me, look, this is the thing. Distance really played a huge part in the reason why we broke up. And I said, look, if you're not going to be, and I was not, you know, it's not easy to maintain a long distance no. relationship, but you have to put in effort. So I wasn't going to say, hey, look, ride through it with me through these tough times. And then you can enjoy when I'm back in LA in the quote unquote, you know, uh, limo, if you mm-hmm. will. Mm-hmm. If you weren't going to ride it out with me during the tough times, 100%. you're not going to benefit when I'm back here and it's easy in L.A. Yeah, so when we broke up, I didn't try to reach out. I was no. just like, okay, well, you know what? It didn't work out. I'm sad. He was a great guy. Because I never think distance is really the problem. It's an excuse. Bingo. That's well, that I will. Say, I've had long distance relationships. New York, L.A. long distance mm-hmm, relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of one over the summer that was San Francisco, L.A. And it's just a bullshit excuse. And what, what did you feel was the root? Uh, just other issues yeah. that were then blamed on right. distance. Yes, it's exactly. Like you don't really want this to work, and you're just saying Bingo. distance is a problem because yes. it's not. It yeah. doesn't have to be a problem. And, and that was the thing. I was really willing to try to make it work. I think there was some resentment that I picked up and left. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm doing this potentially for us long term. Yeah, support right. me. And yeah, support me. I didn't feel like I got the support. So that was why when I moved back here, I didn't try to re. Smart. Yeah, I really just, smart. Yeah, I just I, that chapter's closed. Well, mind you, still getting the texts and the emails. Hey, when are we going to lunch? Oh really? no, still that chapter is closed. Still? Yeah, he's a good guy. I don't want to bash him, but you know, it's like like you said. You know, if there's an underlying reason you can't support me during the tougher times, 
don't let the yeah. distance cloud the yep. reason. Yeah. Bingo. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you don't really have to be friends with that person either. No, I don't. I don't. I'm not a big p- proponent. And, you know, me and my current boyfriend kind of disagree about this. I'm not a huge proponent about really staying in touch with your ex. Mm-hmm. I feel like once that ship has sailed, what? I got a lo- enough friends. Mm-hmm. I don't need no new friend. <laughs> right. My ex-boyfriend, just stay, you know, you stay in the past. I mean, you don't have to hate the guy. No, but you like, don't. No, but you don't have to include him in your life, especially if there's really no reason to. He didn't add a positive, like, ending to this story. Right. So why carry him into the future? It, only to potentially upset the current relationship, which I don't think ever would be, but complicate things totally. any further. Why? Exactly. Right. Yeah. But why? Exactly. But why? So when you were doing long, exactly, it is complicated. (laughs) Well, so it's funny that you were doing long distance in San Fran and LA and you had done that. Mm -hmm. And now I have somebody coming in town from San Francisco. You do tell. Well, he's coming here. Okay. (laughs) And we connected over the Super Bowl. (gasps) Yeah. After the game, we all met up and hung out. And so turns out he actually went to college with me and... So now he's coming here. But so, so you got, reconnected over. Well, Super we weren't Bowl. really ever like friends. Oh, gotcha. We were friends with the same people. Okay. So this is actually really like just new. Okay. But so how often were you going back and forth? Well, that was the problem. I was going back and forth more often than he was going back ah, and forth. Yep. You know, and and it was always really funny because I was de- definitely on the up and up with my career, and he was sort of taking that plateau effect, which a lot of men do, where they're just you know. And I was very patient because I loved who he was, not the dollar signs of course and um so it was forever a financial reason and i'm like just so you know it's like 50 bucks to put a gas a little bit of tank gas in your tank and drive to san francisco so to me it felt like you said more of an excuse the lack of effort i was like Mm -hmm. all right well guess what this uh career whole thing is going to continue to go up and you're not going to be a part of it so i'm yeah so i was okay so that's a i mean you were asking me a good sign i think is seeing each other once every few weeks. I mean, it really shouldn't be that long. San Francisco is not a right. country. It's yeah. exactly. a five-hour drive and a one-hour flight. And it's not an expensive flight either. No, no, it's not. Exactly. And it's fine to take a short trip. If you're going to go for, you know, you get there early on a, late on a Thursday night and you have to leave on Saturday, no big deal. Exactly. Like, no big deal. No. Yeah, like make it happen. I've, also, I think as far as the money goes, like let's say you're putting that money toward a $200 flight once a month. You're also saving money the rest of the month because you don't see each other and you're that not spending money thing. on dinners and all these experiences. Well, this was the real issue of the situation was he was saying, oh, you know, it's really expensive to fly up there. Mind you, he was going down to San Diego and like buying all these drinks and getting bottle service. I'm like, well, something's just not yeah. adding up. No. Literally not adding up to me. So yeah. absolutely. It's really, it's if, if you're going to have a long distance relationship, San Francisco to LA, it couldn't be an easier long distance oh, yeah. Right. to have. I actually kind of liked it because I was really busy and I'm a very independent person. So yeah. I was fine with it. I'm from San Francisco. So there was right. he, seeing him plus all of my friends and family was a great Perfect. excuse to be there. Yeah. And it was such an easy trip to do. It was like, yeah. come on, dude. I don't want to hear you don't have time or yeah. you don't have money. Like, mm-mm. no, make mm-mm. it happen. Like that That's doesn't work. work. And, and if I, if you come to me or like I go to you like a couple times in a row and you're not coming back, like I started to notice that stuff too yep. I was like mm. exactly you, it's, you just pay attention you just yeah. pay attention you do pay attention and my favorite quote is something's only far if you don't want to go 
Yeah, totally. That's absolutely. It's it's exactly like what you were saying. It's where your priorities are. Right. 100%. Your priorities aren't there. You're not that busy. Like I know people that are really freaking busy, yeah, and yeah. they've managed. If they really want to see something or do something, they will make time. for I it. I always yeah. say this too. Like if Giselle wanted to date you, you wouldn't be too busy at work. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. Right. right I've now. been waiting for you to say also, that. I've actually too, I, was going to feed it to you. I also say this too. Like Barack Obama is real busy. Yeah. He's got a wife and two kids, and so he's doing just fine. Also, Michelle's got a f- smile on her. She does. She also has a pep in her step, so they make there time. There you go. <laughs> really toned arms. Yeah. Whoa. I mean, I think she does push-ups. I she, think she does, too. She's definitely the most ripped first lady I have ever seen. I think she's great. And, she's like, the least great. controversial. Like, I, I know. I, I love know. her. They're, the couple of them. They're both so cute. So, so cute. cute. Couple. They love almost them. talk like each other. It's I kind of, know. Yeah. They're, just, they're just dreamy. They um, okay, wait. Really okay. quick. So the yeah. L.A. Rams are coming. Yeah, are you here. guys excited about well, that? Well, I am too, but like, how does this change things for you? In the best way ever. I, I mean, mean right? really, it's nice because now we have an actual presence here yes. in LA. Uh, our studios, which are currently in Culver City, not the best commute for me. I drive right. from Glendale, Pasadena yes. area, because that's where I'm from, um, to and from. But now we're going to have like these super awesome decked out epic studios out of the actual stadium in Inglewood. This The stadium nice. isn't getting built till 2019, so right. that's a couple of years so, away. So, but you have to go to the Coliseum now, right? Yeah, the Coliseum okay. is where they're going to yeah. start off playing, Okay, and then they're while they're building the new stadium and all that stuff, but um, yeah, it's a great thing. It's a good thing to have a presence here in LA. That's where the network is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NFL headquarters are obviously in New York, but... Um, you know, L.A. originally had the Rams. I'm sorry, St. Louis doesn't have a team anymore. Yeah, well. I know they're upset, but yeah. we lost them first. Yeah, They were so, in L.A. first, yes. so don't be butthurt because yeah. they left St. Louis to, to come, come back, back. Yeah. to L.A. They're because L.A., yeah. we needed a team here. We come needed we someone. Do. It's the second yeah. biggest market in the country, and there's no uh, NFL presence you know, I'm. So, I really do feel bad for the Rams, uh, for the St. Louis fans, because I know that they were really heartbroken over this. It's, yeah, but it's guess very... what? Guess who that happened to first? Us. Exactly. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm not going to say us and group myself into that, but it's also the thing <laughs> with the Raiders and the Bay Area and right. the Raiders. And yeah, all that they were here thing. too. Yeah. You get what you get, and you don't get upset. Right. It's just the way it is. And right. if you're a diehard, then still be a fan. Who cares if they're in a That's different That's true. City? Right. Absolutely. You can watch on the TV like the rest of us do. Yeah. It will be interesting, though. We had this conversation on NFL Network's NFL HQ in the morning. We had this conversation about, think about this, too, guys. The Rams have been in L, uh, in St. Louis for so long. Think about these veteran veteran players who now have to uproot their family from a from a city like St. Louis. Couldn't be any more different, different. than L.A. Yeah. You oh, know, Lord. you've got kids in school yeah. and high school, grade school. That's so hard. And then making that transition to Los Angeles, which is great for a lot of the younger players. I just think the veterans. Well, right. The veterans and, and probably mm. the veterans are less likely to become a free agent all of a sudden, or maybe mm. they are. But you always take that chance. You're a professional right. athlete. At some point, your contract's up and now you can go wherever. So right. you move around a lot. There is that risk there. But right. yeah, now that does suck for the, the so, rooted families. Yeah. There are worse places to go, though, than L.A. So I, mean, I bet you point. some of them might be a little excited about it. I would I, agree with that. And absolutely. aren't we excited? Because now there's going to be football players running around. Some of them might be right. single. Right. And we might be those girls and yeah. that you talked about. I might become a cleat chaser. It might happen. It, you know what? I think we should maybe do it just once in our lives. We're Get given the opportunity. With. Just do it once. YOLO. YOLO. You only live once. FOMO. Girl. 
exactly. from the experience. Oh my God. <laughs> and speaking of hot athletes, we're going to play a quick little yeah, game with you, Aaron. Okay. Ooh, yes. So there are a lot of celebrity, like sport hot couples. Yes. One of them is a hot athlete and one of them's like a famous chick or whatever. Right. So we want to ask you to play hot or take a shot. So we're going to talk about celebrity couples, one of them being a professional athlete. And we need you to pick just on a real quick, like who's the hotter one? Oh, okay. Okay. Ready? Okay. So who's the hotter one? The athlete or the the chick? Yeah. Yeah, Just like you say. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Mike Fisher or Carrie Underwood? Carrie Underwood. Okay. Jesse James Decker or Eric Decker? Oh, Eric Decker. Mm -hmm. I agree. agree. David Beckham or Victoria Beckham? David Beckham. Uh, Kobe Bryant or Vanessa Bryant? Kobe. Carmelo Anthony or Lala? Lala. Okay. Oh, she was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Okay, so this is kind of a random one, but not the race car driver. Uh, Ricky Stenhouse or Danica Patrick? Oh, Danica Patrick. Yeah, of she, she's hot. Yeah, right? she is. Dwayne Wade or Gabrielle Union? I mean, that's tough. Oh, yeah. man. You got to go Gabrielle Union. She's right? so hot. That is she a is crazy banging. couple. Yeah. I love Dwayne Wade. When I, know I, me I was too. in Miami, I used to like find him and like just be, look at him. But she's yeah. like the older hot chick and she still rocks she it. She does. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. This is a hard one. Okay. Andy Roddick or Brooklyn Decker? Brooklyn Decker. I agree. You got to go Brooklyn. And this Do you is, not? This, yeah. um, I agree, but I still think Lauren's friend from back home looks just like her. I'm my like, friend Mary looks exactly like her. She's oh, beautiful. I yeah. cannot Life separate the two. I think they're the same. This is probably the hardest one out of all of them. Okay, let me hear. Tom Brady or oh, Giselle? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Really? Ooh, ooh, ooh. No, no, I haven't made an answer yet. I'm not answering. I'm not answering. Um... I I have to go Tom Brady on this just because yeah. of what he means to the NFL and but and then yeah. not first of all he's like super legit as a football player right. he, he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer whenever he retires um, but he kicks ass yeah. as well and he's at good life and at life he's yeah. like good looking. <laughs> He's super talented. He has like a farm he's, or whatever he, they do he, there yeah, in the compound. Like, oh. His his indulgence is avocado ice cream. I, I mean, the man does everything perfectly, it's right? It's like he's just too much. And yeah. he went to Sarah High School, which is the high school That's that right. from the a Bay lot Area. of my friends went to and played football with my friends in high school. Now, can you give me a little, What is he, what was he like? You know, he, I didn't know him personally, but I all of my friends talk about him. And even at the time that he was playing with them, like how amazing and great he was. So oh, it's all good things. But I nuts. never personally met him that I can remember. I yeah. don't remember meeting him. I may have, I don't remember. Well, well there are issues. There, there is a, maybe a little trouble in Paris. Paradise, so he could be single. Oh, really? He, yeah, yeah, where there's smoke, there's know. fire. But I, I've just heard that they're not getting along. But who knows? I, I, I that is not that is not firsthand source. Back to me. your roots, Tom. Don't <laughs> forget where you came from. Yeah, <laughs> we have a fine specimen right here from where you're from. Exactly. Yeah, see? see how she's it all a sports fan. Out? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I am. I am. It's uh, true, true so story. speaking of sports, yes. where can people watch you every day? How do they find your show? NFL Network. It is on. Uh, I'm not quite sure the channel, but on <laughs> NFL Network and. Well, different everywhere right. right yeah it okay. depends direct tv or yeah. time warner i guess um but we get started 5 a.m to 7 a.m pacific time so okay. we're on early but the great part about it is we kick off all the early morning nfl news anything breaking um, even when it's not football season. yeah right now we're, we were talking about the combine so you have nfl uh-huh. prospects there's always kicking something. serious ass in yeah. the combine yeah. um and that training is crazy it is and you just see how good these athletes are yeah. these kids that are like uh way younger than me and way more superior athletes than I am. Yeah. And they're, you know, you just, you hope that 
your team, whoever your team is. Are you guys 49er fans, by the uh, way? I mean, I my brother and dad were always Oakland fans. So oh, they were. A's Raiders. But, yeah, I mean, I'm not, not – who doesn't love Joe Montana and Jerry Rice? I Hello. know. I know. They're so historical. But you the Raiders yeah. had their, their yeah, guys, too. I mean, too, of course, so. yeah. Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. Done. Jerry Rice even played for the Raiders. He did. But, yeah. True. I mean, there's a lot of good history with both of the yeah, organizations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I don't claim them, but, yeah, I'll root for them. Sure, why not? Okay, okay. So, your show is Monday through Friday? Monday through Friday. Friday, 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. Pacific time. Awesome. Okay. And where can people contact you on social media? They can hit me up on Twitter, at Erin Coscarelli. I'm on Instagram. I'm also on Snapchat, guys. Yeah. Yeah, oh you gosh, are. Like the Snapchat queen. Yeah. Oh, I love me some Snapchat. It's I just the most got, fun. I just got started on it. I mean, it's not, it hasn't been around as long as the Facebook right. and the Instagram. Right. But are, like, you guys have fun on it, right? It's, oh my gosh, yeah. And it's perfect for you too because everyone gets a little snippet of your personality. Yeah, like exactly. Videos, and behind videos. the scenes. Yeah. That's so scenes. fun. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Great for you. Awesome. Yep. Well, thank you so much for thank joining you, us girls. today. This was fun. So oh, much fun. Me. Come back anytime. I will. Absolutely. Uh, we will take you up on that. <laughs> for sure. Yes. Um, so, guys, don't forget also to tune in tomorrow to our Two Drunk Girls video at 3 p.m. And next week, we have a very special radio show, actually, with co-host, guest co-host, Daryl Kristen. Yeah, he's going to come in and co-host with yours truly, Lauren, right here. And uh, we're going to also... Be having a special guest. We're interviewing uh, the Dirty Thirty girls, so that's going to be quite fun and interesting. I feel like they're the parallel to what we're doing. Oh, for sure. So that'll be great to hear what they have to say and yeah. what they're up to. And guys, we deliver this content to you for free every week. We know that you have so many options to listen to out there. Any number of great shows. So we are grateful you keep coming back to ours. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and keep the conversation going by following us at Complicated Show on Twitter and Instagram. And we love, love, love hearing comments from you. So do not hesitate to send the comments and the ratings on YouTube and iTunes because it just helps us. It We're does. here for you guys. For you. And one of the biggest favors you can actually do is make sure to tell a friend. So, and then they'll rate us on iTunes. And then this, this just keeps growing. Yeah. Put the lights on here for you guys through the heart and soul of your comments. And if you want to contact us directly and tell us what you're thinking about all of this good stuff that's going on, you can find Lauren at... Lauren Leonelli on Twitter, Facebook, Vine, Instagram, and my website. And you can find me, Jennifer Golden, on all the same things. And we look forward to bringing you another show next week. Yeah, you guys tune in. It's going to be special. It's going to be a little different. Jen will be missing. But that's okay because who needs her? I don't know. Like, are no you one. part of this show? No, no. We're not you, at all. So it's fine. We're going to have Daryl. And actually, Daryl and I, he's the first person I ever hosted with, like, outside at After Buzz TV and stuff. So that makes I'm, me sad a little bit because I, like, recreate that story and I insert myself. I'm like, well, we came from hosting class and then we started at After Buzz together and it's just been history ever since forgetting about Daryl. Daryl was the first like co-host with me. So I'm bringing it back. It's going to be like a throwback Thursday, but on a Wednesday. Yeah. Perfect. So don't miss it, guys. It's going to be an amazing show. I will have FOMO from another place. And I wish them a great show. All right. We will He be back next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Listening to It's Complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli only on LA Talk Radio.